Five minutes. Get out of here. Come back in five minutes. Trying to think, I got monster. You lose the game, you can chug the rest of that hot said that your kids have been doing really good. They've been listening for the first time. That's awesome. He said, he said you guys have some indoor activity tips for us to do with the kids, so looking forward to those. I ain't. Your dad says hello. Just remember, this is not FaceTime. I can't hear you. <laughs> Judy Cactus says, hello, Caitlin. Judy Cactus. <laughs> Judy Cactus. <laughs> hey, Shelly. Noble is singing along to the guitar. Good job, Noble. So proud of you. While he's singing, get him dancing and then record him. He doesn't get it. Answer this, Noble. Yeah. You guys sing quiet, quiet. 
fight this evening, either that or my kids are louder. Your kids are definitely louder. We could be quieter, though. Well, we can adjust the sound level. Should it go up? If you think the sound should go up, post in the comments. <laughs> sound go up or something like that. Shauna, is there a part? I want to know if uh, there's a part three coming to that uh, fort you guys got going mm -hmm. in your house. It looks like your house is more fort than it is house right now. Hey, Darlene. Yes, more sound, says Shauna. <laughs> Sydney says, nope, you're definitely you too quiet. Shelly says, louder. And Judy says, sounds good now was low before. Okay. Sounds good now. Louder. Landish, louder, <laughs> louder. Let's go a little bit louder. We're, we're social check, distancing check. our voices from you guys. <laughs> this is how we boost our comments. Trish is right now. We start out too quiet room. and then everybody has to say go louder. <laughs> and then we get more comments. Uh, louder still? Really, Sydney? Maybe you just can't hear us over the roar of the cicadas outside your house. I know you got your back door open. Sounds kind of echoey. All right, everybody, you just settle down. Settle down. This is not a professional studio. This is my office. So this is a microphone. You know what? It could be echoey because we are social distancing, so we're farther apart, which means we're farther away from the mic. So that is true. Lie, my door is not open. There's no way you can convince me of that, Sydney. Absolutely not a single thing. Oh, Ray's got his own account. Ray, welcome to Facebook. I'm gonna grab the mouse. I need to see. Nothing much, Ray. How are you doing? I were you you went you were back at work this week, right? How's that going, bud? Okay, there we go. If you get too. <laughs> Joe, you and those zingers, buddy. Yeah, he's got the zingers. Did you? Can you see that far? Yeah. You can see. <laughs> you have your contacts in? Yeah, but oh, okay. It's a bad story. My contact. Last time I bought contacts, they gave me the wrong prescription or something, and they're not working properly. So everything's a little bit blurry. But then the eye, eye store had to close down because of all of this, and so I'm stuck with bad eyes. Maybe try doubling them up. Put two contacts in the same eye. I was worried I had two contacts in. The same eye or just like one in each eye? My uh, brother-in-law, he did that. He had contacts in and then he decided to put another pair in. Oh. <laughs> on top of that pair. Your brother-in-law. Uh, um, I'm blanking on his name. Luke. Mm -hmm. Luke, if you're out there in the cyber world, shout out. You triple-eyed friend, you. Yes, at work. Watched in my truck this morning. Oh, that's cool, right? Well, it is 7.01.02. It just turned to 2. So, <clears throat> Start with a couple table topics. Let's do it. Oh, we should, we should say hi to everybody. What? Hey, everybody. Welcome, welcome to Wednesday Night Live. I'm Brayden. This is Josh. We've got Amanda on the comments. Hey, all. This is an interactive <laughs> experience, so we want to hear from you. Most of you. 
We're going to be playing some games. We're going to be sharing our quarantine survival guide this week. And Josh is going to be giving us a short devotional to encourage us. Mm -hmm. All right. So, hey, if you feel led, share this on your feed and maybe others will join in. Sounds good. All right. So I think we're going to move into a few table topics. And like I said, we want to hear from you on this. Um, so feel free to leave your reply in the comments. Mm -hmm. All right, go ahead. All right, this is my favorite time of the week. Question number one, it says, If you knew you wouldn't get hurt, would you rather skydive or view sharks from an underwater cage? I would rather view sharks from an underwater cave. <laughs> Wait, was I it an underwater like that. Was it yeah. an underwater cave? Cage. Oh, okay. From an underwater cage. <laughs> Why? Why would you rather do the sharks? Uh, he, Dana Baldino says sharks too. Why y'all with the okay, sharks? Okay, but here's my question. If I know I'm not going to get hurt, why am I in a cage? Well, cause because you, know you like, if that's the scenario, then I kind of want to be like free to just, you know, pet the shark. Uh-huh. Uh, you I, know, this isn't like grab a the shark by true situation. <laughs> I just want to grab the shark by its fin and just ride it around like um, dolphin, like uh, Lord Neptune. Yeah, that's good. Or Aquaman. <laughs> yeah, there you I go. I bet Aquaman's done like that. Skydive. Mm -hmm. I I actually have skydived in my life, and it was awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Shad said the same thing about the cage. Oh well. Yeah, what's with the cage? What what's with the cage? I don't I know. Mean, I if, don't make the questions. If I'm gonna have a cage and I know I'm not gonna get hurt, let's make the cage out of something that the shark likes to eat. This way, I get an up close and personal view of a shark feeding on a cage that I'm inside of, and I know I'm not gonna get hurt. That sounds like a good time to me. Oh man, you got what? <laughs> okay. In fact, if we're going all in, why don't we just skydive with sharks? We could oh, land yeah. right in the ocean. Shark tornado. This is coming real. <laughs> Sharknado. Sharknado. Let's do it. Perfect. Sam wants to swim with the sharks. Mm. You and Brayden. Maybe the shark doesn't like cage and food. Cage and food. No. <laughs> no. I, does Joe, do you think he has like a notepad of these things? He's just like waiting for the opportunity to slap him out. <laughs> Terry, you and me can go skydiving. That's awesome. Yes. You can be my tandem buddy. You can strap to my back. It's going to be a good time. <laughs> I'm not certified yet. But you sure can have Terry and I will have a shark strapped to my back. <laughs> Sounds good. Okay. If money was no object, what kind of party would you throw? Okay, again, money is an object. No, no, no. If it's and not an it's object, not an then object. what is it? Uh, what? Oh, no. <laughs> You what kind fun. of party would I throw? Yeah. Amanda, do you have any thoughts too? We want to hear you too. What kind of party? Gosh. Come back. Come back. Uh, you know what? I would throw... Bar mitzvah? You look like a bar mitzvah type. No. Hawaiian, <clears throat> Hawaiian party? Amanda says Hawaiian. Oh, we're talking theme. Like a theme? I don't know. No, like just like what type of party? I would for, okay for me for one, like I I would I would have um I think one of the coolest parties I ever went to. Well, there's two. 
one, they had an air balloon in the backyard, and you got in the air balloon, you went up, and you came back down. A hot air balloon. Like a big one. <laughs> okay. Versus the cold air balloons that go up and down. <laughs> sure. And then... <laughs> <laughs> the cold air ones go left and right only. <laughs> only the hot ones go up and hot down. Okay. And then um, in the middle of the party, don't tell anybody. This is actually, Caters did this real life. Snow cone truck shows up. Ding, ding, ding. You're like, what's that? Yeah. Snow cone truck in the front like... yard. Oh, man. That's the best. That's awesome. I do like <sighs> that. That's so good. I do like that. I, I don't know about that question. I would say a luau, though. I'm not much of a would you, know, you do like real, real would you do the pig that goes over the pit? Like real pig, like fire dancers, everything? Oh, yeah. 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 Fire breathers. Have you ever been to a little? No. They're no. awesome. And the pig is the best part. Yeah. yeah. You, yeah. you get the pig the it's day before. So good. Okay. <laughs> In the morning, you say bye to the pig. <laughs> oh, you're Just talking. Just don't name it. Wilbur. It. <laughs> I saw somebody said taco party. Yep. That's like anything with food. My every I mean, Tuesday. Mm-hmm. See, taco party. Yeah, right, for real. 80s party. The food and the music, that's all that matters. That's all you need to have a good party. I think it'd be sweet to rent out a huge mansion that's like you and all your buddies get together and paintball, uh, paintball fight in uh, the mansion. But it's like real life. You're like smashing through windows, jumping down balconies. Like you don't care if you're messing stuff up. You're smashing doors in you know okay. what i mean yeah that'd be sweet that would be that would be a pretty good time we did that with an old abandoned house growing up um but then one of my buddies got into a fight with the other buddy so it ended prematurely but up until that point it was a good time mm. yeah it reminds me i just watched pinocchio and when they go to the uh the place where like all the boys can have their fun there's like a mansion there that mm. they can smash up mm-hmm. that's like one of the attractions oh that's right yeah 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 a big that's post he becomes a donkey right yeah yeah so basically the party that you would throw would turn you into a donkey <laughs> or, yeah a donkey okay last last one <laughs> last one before we move on to uh today's game when you were young what did you want to be when you grew up Amanda, you never wanted to be anything? Oh, I don't remember that far back. I don't know. Okay, all right. Amanda can't remember. I got one. Oh, well, I know I went to Santa's Village as a kid in Colorado, okay? And then they have a gift shop there. And for some reason at this gift shop, they had uh, these little squishy uh, body parts that you could buy. And one of them was a heart. Okay. Okay. So like a like an not like an emoji heart, but like an actual. It looked like an actual human heart with vessels and all all of that. Uh huh. So I had that. I really liked it a lot. You wanted to be a heart. And when so you grew? no, I I, I kind of wanted to like be a surgeon, I guess. Mm. You know, but <clears throat> too much school. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, Connie wanted to be an accountant. Connie, I don't know. Did you, are you an accountant now? I actually don't know what you do. Maybe that's a childhood dream that came true. Oh, my sister, Olivia said she wanted to win Survivor. No way, Olivia. Couldn't make it. 
Isaac wants to be president. Sure, Isaac, I'll vote for you. Um, Terry, gunsmith? That'd be sweet. Other Terry, architect? Sweet. Laura, teacher? Nice. Sharon Blackford, doctor, lawyer, actor. Like, you wanted to be a doctor that was a lawyer that was also an actor? Or you wanted to an actor that was a doctor? That'd be cool. All right, last one. This is for me. I wanted to be a garbage man. I thought it was the sweetest job in the whole world. Like, just getting to, like, I already on my own grew up just would, like, take stuff out of the neighbor's trash anyways when mom wasn't looking. Yeah. And so I thought it was, like, the coolest job. There was also an episode on Arthur where DW's, not DW, uh, I can't remember. One of Arthur's friends, Francine? dad was a, yes, her dad Our was muffin? a trash man. And he Over. creates this playground palace out of all the things he got out of the trash. I thought it was the coolest thing in the world. Prunella? I don't know things you're saying, except for Francine. That one rings a bell. So that was the dream. That was the dream. Well, still time though. I can still do that if I want to. All right. <clears throat> you want to jump into the game today? Yeah, we're going to play a little game today. <laughs> uh, let me just set us up here. All right. While he's doing this, um, I kind of came up, I had this thought with this game. Uh, Sydney, you're not allowed to play because you have an advantage in this game. Um, Last week, we did a table topic question of, would you survive in the wild, like the wilderness? And Braden said, <laughs> no, I would not survive. He said, and I quote, I would thrive. So today we're playing Last Man Standing. It's a jungle trivia question. And so the, basically the whole thing is he's going to wake up in the jungle and he's going to have trivia questions and see if he can survive, get the right answers, and actually make it all the way through alive, okay? Uh, we want to know your guys'. Some he's going to answer on his own. Some we're going to source out to you guys. I need so, your help. Yeah, so flood the comments with the A, B, D, or C, or whatever, okay? Brandon, you want to read the first one? Last man standing. <laughs> That's not a question. <laughs> <laughs> that was the intro. Nailed it. You want me to read myself the question? Yeah, sure. That seems appropriate. You wake up on the floor of the jungle, unaware of where you are, how you got there, or even what time it is. The only thing you know is that you'll be in these woods for the night. The first thing you should do is... Should I do Australian accent? I would like Wait, to hear no, that. They don't, yes. have, they don't have the jungle in Australia. Maybe they do. Let's the just hear it. Go ahead. That's fine. We're we're all family here. Walk a bit to find out <laughs> where you are. <laughs> B. Find something to eat. C. Find shelter. I know what I would do. This is what I do. Yeah, you every guys gotta let me morning. know. Dave says C. Shauna says, A, to find C. Walk a bit to find shelter. Oh, okay. You guys you guys are all definitely definitely wrong. I would... Unaware of where you are, how you got there, even what time it is. You can't ignore your I mean, natural like, instincts. But I mean, like, how long have I been out cold? You're like, probably I just starving. That's what I mean. Like, if it's been, you know... How many days can you survive without food? 40. 
Okay, so say I've been out for 42 days. Exactly. Yeah. Just laying in the middle. Can't be bothered to put a little tent up. I might need to find find something to eat first. That's what I'm saying. It's what I do every single morning. I don't worry about shelter. I worry about food. But nobody has said that, so... Yeah, but these people what? live inside. Why don't you say <laughs> <laughs> All right, okay. It. I'm going to go with C. C is the popular opinion. Fine. All right, let's check it out. Hey! All right, like I told you, find shelter. Don't worry about food. Don't get distracted. <laughs> exactly. Me and the rest of everybody was telling me, find shelter. Okay, that's what I did. I went and I found shelter now. <clears throat> when setting up camp in the jungle, you should make sure that you... I think I'll do my... Uh, <laughs> my like, I, don't, I don't know. I don't have a... <laughs> Set up camp next to a stream, pond, oh or watering gosh. hole, oh so that God. water is handy. B. Put a white brush around your campsite to improve ventilation. And minimize your contact with insects and snakes. See? Worst thing we've ever done. Set up camp oh on a game trail. Since it is naturally cleared, it may provide an easy dinner. All right. I. What do you guys think on this one? A, B, B. Next to a stream. Cut away brush to improve ventilation and minimize. Two B's, I got an A. Set up camp on a game trail. Okay. Now why not why not C? Why not C? Two B's. It seems to make sense. Uh, I, I for me it's the same issue I'd have with A is that I feel like that's where the bears would travel. This is the jungle. Well you know, the big old tigers. You know, the jaguars and all them things. The things in the jungle that would kill you. Well, I feel like they would be on the game trail, looking for the water, snack up a little Irish man. Num, yeah. num, num, num. Go on. I see some bees, but I don't I don't really think that one makes sense to me, so I'm gonna <clears throat> go with A. Alright, is your funeral. I mean Alright, we're going with A. You got eaten by a jaguar, you did not make it. <laughs> you, what? What am I going to do for water? <laughs> I don't know, but nothing now because you're dead. You, you got eaten. Because of snakes? Uh, it doesn't specify, but obviously you didn't make it. Hey, guys, really quick in the comments. I want you guys, there's 11 questions. How many <laughs> times is Braden going to die in this game? Go ahead, take your guesses right now. I'm going to keep track. We're up to one right now. Okay, Chad, next question. You can't say the answer after <laughs> we show the answer. <laughs> that doesn't make sense. <laughs> no, it's probably lagging. Well played. Uh, we're going to go on to the next question, and I think this one should be a flash question. You mean like you're just going to gut response? Gut response here. Okay. Sydney says nine, John says seven. How to tell if a plant is poisonous? A. Rub the plant on your skin. If bumps appear, it is poisonous. Mm -hmm. Doesn't mm -hmm. sound like a good idea. B. Lick the plant and wait a few minutes. If your tongue tingles, the plant could Doesn't sound like a good idea. Crush part of the plant and smell it. If it smells like peaches or almonds, it could be poisonous. Mm. None of these I make mean, sense to me. Maybe if you're allergic to nuts. But 
obviously you don't want to like rub it on your skin or lick it so i'm going to go with c okay okay gut response nice wow. i'm safe i'm safe everybody maybe we are the people holding you back i mean gut response it just has to be from the gut if i get my mind involved you know yeah. it's just follow your gut as my mom always told me uh just a real shout out shelly nowman says that you're gonna get 11 out of 11 wrong so oh you're already wrong on that because <laughs> i've already got two right so <laughs> whatever john get out here have your partner eat it. a lot of people self self sacrifice yeah sacrifice the other person that's good all right okay we're gonna read this one give you a chance to answer this one mm-hmm as you're checking for poisonous plants, you see some ants. The proper way to eat ants is, mm. and I think I'll do like a southern, southern kind of, bell, some kind of. Yeah. <laughs> I don't go. have that one down, but <laughs> you don't practice that one. A. Grind the ants into a paste and eat them raw oh gosh, this is... to get I the can... most I'll nutritional be back value. This question. I can't B. Cook the ants for at least six minutes to destroy their bitter poison. Hey, I just noticed there's a typo on poison. We didn't make this game, but there's an extra I. Anyway, C, never eat ants. They contain formic acid. Okay, that's not true. So painful. Definitely not true. Seth answered C. <clears throat> Never eat no. ants. They contain for mm, Seth. They do not contain any type of acid. How would they like be alive if they had acid inside them? Like the acid would eat their insides out. So that's just doesn't even make sense. Gut response, Brayden. Don't get your mind Cook the involved. Ants Remember? For, no, you don't. You don't. There's no poison in ants. Wait. You're checking for poisonous ants, and you see plants. Wait. What? I don't know why this has to be such a tongue teaser. Which but ant are you gonna? I'm gonna eat? go with. I'm gonna go with. I'm gonna go with B. B. Okay. Cook the ants for six minutes. I don't know how you're cooking them, but that seems like a good idea. Because they were feasting on a poisonous plant, right? right am I confused or? Okay, here yes, we go. Let's try it. But it's okay. Woohoo! Brain's only died one time so far. So in real life he wouldn't be continuing playing, but here we're gonna keep going on. Hey. It wasn't a trick question, Seth. I think we do a couple flash rounds to keep this thing moving a little bit so we get to other stuff here. So maybe go a couple from the gut, then we'll crowdsource <laughs> it again. No more accents? <laughs> no. Please, no more. If you, yeah, if you agree with me, no more accents. Go ahead and put that the in the comments. The ants didn't cook long enough, leaving you with a bitter taste. You're thirsty. The way to get water in the jungle is A, gather dew from leaves, drink from streams or rivers only as a last resort when death from dehydration is near certainty. Mm. B, drink only from streams that animals drink from. Their instincts prevent them from drinking unsafe water. C, skim the surface of a stream where water is moving quickly as a way of collecting water <laughs> drink only from streams animals drink from 
No. Do as the deer pants for the water. My dog. Pants for the water. My dog has drank from some really rank water that I know I shouldn't have shouldn't have drank from. So I'm not going that way. I I think a I've seen I've seen a from Bear Grylls. I'm pretty sure. So let's see what happens. Let's see. Yeah. Woo! Look at it. I'm wow. telling you guys. You continue to surprise me. When I'm you're thriving to... in the wild. You only died one time. That's good. This okay. While you're savoring your drink of water, you notice a snake crawling up your leg now how big is the snake they should specify that they should specify the colors too because it's like red and yellow let it mellow or something like that i don't think that's red. <laughs> what are you talking i'm pretty sure something like yellow then red you're dead that's you know that's what you're so that's all you gotta know in an airplane you're clicking your seatbelt <laughs> before you know it You've been bitten with no way of finding help. What help? What will help you survive if the snake is poisonous? I'm just going to read these for myself because it's taken me a while to read them out loud. You read them on your screen and then let us know. Uh, Chad said D. Chad. Chad. There's no D. Chad. If you're going to say D, at least need to know what the option Apply is. Apply a tourniquet to bite. To bite. To restrict blood flow. Remove anything that might compress mm. the infected area. As it swells 20 feet. I like D. Cut off your leg. Yeah. Sit down with bitten oh, area elevated place. above heart. Apply a tourniquet. Olivia, I don't believe that you knew that off the top of your head. And who's I, Jack? This is Brayden. I don't, what are you talking about? I, I, it's hard for me. This one, B and C, is, it's, it's tricky. B and C. Because mm -hmm. I, know, I know you do want to... You want to slow down the blood flow. You don't want it to like go all throughout your body. Um, I think you need but, to tighten that tourniquet down till your leg turns blue. Yeah, just cinch it down. I am not gonna listen to you. So I'm gonna go B. <laughs> What'd you say, B? B. Oh, wow. Yeah, I'm still in this thing, in it to win it. Mm. While sitting on a log to recover from your snake bite, you begin to wonder how you're going to find your way out of this jungle. How can you find direction with no map or GPS? Good question. Well. Not spider webs. Those aren't reliable. Spiders make a new web every single day. They're busy, those spiders. Put a stick in the ground. Mark the end of the shadow. Mark the line between those two points. Dave. Watch the clouds. <laughs> Dave, if it was life and death, you'd figure out a way. <laughs> uh, okay. This one's hard between A and B for me. Because... Um, I could see either one of those working. Um, I know A, they use that to tell time. Um, what they say. Between the two points run east and west, the sun will be north. That doesn't... I'm going to go... Do clouds always move the same way? Definitely. I'm going to have to... I, I'm going to have to go with Chad on this one. A... Woo! I How many more questions? <gasps> we need to skip down to 11, don't we? That sounds good. Let's do that. All right. Just Sorry. thinking. Computer's giving a little trouble. There we go. We're doing some stuff. You know, if I had contacts... 
Oh, that's the yeah, answer. Oh, that's the answer to 10. That's the answer Question to 10. 11. Okay, we're good. Okay, here we go. Somehow I've gotten on the beach. Well, okay. Probably somewhere. grabbed onto a fin of a shark and rode it through the jungle. And now I'm here on the beach. <laughs> All right, so what should I do? Build a fire. Smoke serves as a rescue signal. And that is now your top priority. Go swimming. You've earned a moment to relax. Plus, you can catch fish. Set up camp. A fire works better at night. Fire doesn't. Fire does work better at night. <clears throat> A. A? 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 Build a fire. <laughs> all right. Come on. Get I've response. seen this. I've seen this in movies. Okay. All right. Let's see it. Oh, yeah. Braden. So wow, a lot of you guys were were wrong about how many I would get wrong, <laughs> because I only got like one wrong, and we only skipped seven questions. So yeah, and they probably got harder as we went too. So <laughs> exactly. Well, all Braden, right, you've really proved us wrong. You could thrive. Later that day, a boat arrives on shore after seeing your smoke signal. You have survived being lost in the jungle. Congratulations. Mm -hmm. And that's a wrap on that, folks. So thank you for your help. I'm going to grab this screen here. Give the reins back to Amanda. So. <laughs> well, well done. Hey, guys, if you want to see Brayden next week, uh, do a little documentary about him sleeping in his backyard or eating bugs. See if he could really could hack it in the wilderness. Uh, let us know. Um, he definitely will do it if you comment, I'm sure. But uh, with all of that, Brayden, let's hit our quarantine survival guide for the week. Does let's do it. Okay. In our survival guide, we go through the top five things from this week that we want to share with you guys. And also, we want to hear from you on these. So let us know what your top of the category is. <laughs> First up, top purchase you've made that has made quarantine more endurable. Mm-hmm. Okay. As a side note, this can be a purchase you made in the past that has come in handy in the now present and 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 the future. So, mm -hmm. let us know. Josh? Okay, one we're banking on, we it hasn't actually arrived yet, but I think this is going to be amazing is bugs, okay? Uh <laughs> Amanda's face if you guys could see it. Okay, I know um, that's kind of hard to find things at the grocery store right now, but I don't know if you need to resort to eating bugs as sustenance just yet. Amy has ordered, I don't know what um, Blacklist Craigslist site she had to do this from, but like we ordered caterpillars and then the kids are going to, and Nora's going to take care of these caterpillars mm. and then see them develop into little butterflies. The problem is we thought we had a habitat for them, could not find the habitat. So when they get here, I don't know what we're going to put them in. Mason jars, Amanda says, maybe our water pitcher. It's a little bit bigger. I really, I don't know, but we're going to mm. figure it out. But that's why I think it's going to keep the kids occupied. Wow. They're going to tap on the glass and the bugs are going to dance around. It's going to be great. I ordered caterpillars once and they never came. So good luck. Did that develop some deep-seated trust issues in you? Well, any, anything I mail in doesn't work. That's why I do not like mail-in rebates. Maybe you don't know how mail works. <laughs> <laughs> Might be a user error here. <laughs> it's just super black market. 
What's yours? Mine is a uh, Super Nintendo that I got on Etsy. Um, and so it's not like the the old Super Nintendo, but it's uh, it's the one they reissued that's like digital. And so what I got it from Etsy, and it has uh, every game made for the Super Nintendo. So seven hundred eighty plus retro games, and uh, yeah, I haven't had much time to play it since I got it. Mm -hmm. And uh, you know, to be honest, I still don't even in the quarantine because I have children. <laughs> but when I can sneak away for five to ten minutes, uh, I sneak away and I play my Super Nintendo. So, if there's any Super Nintendo fans out there and have a game to recommend, I've got every single game and I'd love to try it out. <laughs> a few of my favorites are Donkey Kong Country, Super Mario World. Uh-huh. Yeah. All right. Super Mario Kart. We played one. It was some kind of Western shootout one. I like that one. Yeah. I don't remember what that's called, but... It was cool. Super Nintendo. It's the future, my friends. All right. The next thing. Top breakfast. Let us know your top breakfast. Do you like eggs? Do you like pancakes? Do you like something I've never heard of before? Mm -hmm. Yeah, okay. So for this one, for me, um, top breakfast. Have a little bit more time in the mornings. Uh, right, got a little bit more time on our hands, so I've been taking my time with breakfast. Usually, I'm a skip breakfast kind of person, or like eat leftovers or something on the way to church or whatever. But I've been taking my time. I've been cutting up uh, this uh, carne meat, like really thin sliced skirt steak. Okay, carne meat. Yeah, like uh, it's made I specifically think, I think for. Carne, uh... I think carne <laughs> means meat, so I think you kind of just said meat meat. <laughs> I thought you would just pass this over that, meat. but. I'm glad we're settling on that to talk about it more. Wait, well, hey, Dave said bacon, bacon, so bacon, bacon, meat, meat. <laughs> See, Dave knows. Dave's my people. Okay, so you get that. Then you got your sliced onions, your mushrooms, some fresh, uh, some fresh garlic. I mean, you peel it and squeeze it, little thing. Um, green peppers, stir fry <laughs> that all up. Set aside. It's way too much work in the no, morning. You got time. <laughs> You're in a pandemic. What else are you gonna be doing? Okay. Scrambled make eggs. Sure you make your coffee first. Yeah, scrambled exactly. eggs. Scrambled eggs. Here's the kicker for the scrambled eggs. Goat cheese. Goat cheese. Light I like sweet. goat cheese. So good. I don't like it with eggs, so. Try it. I'm telling you. Goat cheese scrambled eggs. It's like the same. Fry. It's the same texture. Like, that'd be so weird because. It, it's creamy. It's like the same texture as scrambled eggs, but it's like a different note of flavor. I don't think it's going to work. You got to stop cooking your eggs right at the perfect point. It cools the cooking process <laughs> down so they don't overcook. It's it's beautiful. Okay, last thing on the whole thing. Sourdough toast. That's I'm sure you made from scratch that morning at 4 a.m. If you got the time, I mean... Pandemic calls, you might as well try it out. Dutch oven. So that's mine. What are you eating for breakfast? I thought, I thought mine was a little too much work <laughs> for the morning. <clears throat> I like a parfait, and I'm not ashamed. And that's the yogurt and the cereal, right? Yeah, you take a cup. Okay. Yogurt. Okay. Fresh fruit. Oh, okay. Fresh granola, fruit. yogurt, fresh fruit, granola, yogurt, fresh fruit, granola, yogurt, fre granola, fresh fruit, yogurt, <laughs> granola, fresh fruit, yogurt. So, yeah. Okay, yeah. It's so good, man. 
all these different textures, all these different flavors. I don't know who thought of it, but whoever thought of it should get an award because it's the perfect thing to eat for breakfast because it's tangy, it's fresh, it's crunchy. The granola is a warmth factor. The yogurt is a cool factor. And you've got the mm. fruit that's like neither warm nor cold. It depends on how you cook it's it. It's like a lukewarm fruit. <laughs> <laughs> There's just so much going on in a parfait. Like you cannot beat it. You can't beat a parfait. I dare you to beat a parfait. I don't believe that you can. I believe my breakfast uh, will beat your parfait <laughs> back and forth every day of the week. But neither here nor there, I guess. It's <laughs> cold pizza. Oh, yes, Dave. Arguably better than hot pizza. Cold pizza is so good. Mm. Joe says yogurt is good for a little culture in life. <laughs> oh, Joe. You and your... Belgian waffle with fruit and syrup. <laughs> I do like answer. a waffle. Do you know what makes a waffle really good is pecans. Waffles? Yeah, if you put pecans in a waffle... Sounds like a toothbreaker. I don't and want then that. Get, get, no, no, no. They get soft. Huh. You, I don't want a soft you know, pecan. You, you know what you, you put? Yuck. You put pecans in your waffle batter. Okay. Then you put the bottom layer of the waffle. I don't know how we got here, but you put I the bottom layer. I don't know how either. Okay. Wait. And then you put strips of bacon on top of that bottom layer. And then you pour more of that pecan waffle batter on the top. Mm -hmm. And then you cook it. And then you've got bacon inside. Okay. And plus, like the fat from the bacon has kind of bacon fat. We can talk seep about into that all day. The, the waffle, and then you slather it with butter and syrup. Mm. You got me with syrup, but it doesn't slather. mean that doesn't beat a parfait. Okay, that's just something oh, we can yeah. disagree on. Let's uh, move on then. You want to pick maybe just one more? We're pushing. Uh, seven hour show now. Uh, we'll cut your part. <laughs> <laughs> that seems appropriate. <laughs> All right. What about the uh, <laughs> thanks, Jonathan? <laughs> top productive moment that you've had in the quarantine? Because I'm curious to hear from you guys on that one. Yeah. What's the most productive thing you've done while you've been cooped up like a chicken? Unless they're free range. I mean, it's becoming a little more popular nowadays. Um, Amy and I have taken the time to go through our whole basement, and we now have a van full of stuff ready to send to Goodwill. So we went through every box, relabeled okay. it. What's, what? Name some of the stuff that's in your van. Name some of the stuff in my van. Weird shoe rack. Because I know that like you hoard like everything. <laughs> it's not... So I just kind of want to know what you decided to get rid of. I, it's a lot of different stuff. Uh, you know, bird cage. <laughs> <laughs> you As finally you... decided against the bird? <laughs> you know, I was like, if I'm not going to start that falconry habit, uh, hobby now, when am I going to, you know? So I got rid of the bird I think cage. that's a good choice. <laughs> Birds can be a lot of work. I wouldn't know, for lack of trying. But I mean, if anyone out there has a bird, I respect you, but I could not. I could not. It's Chad, chirping. Chad said his most productive moment was he made kids do chores. Well done, Chad. And he got out of bed. He commented earlier. Oh, good job, Chad. That's a, every day you get out of bed's a win, buddy. Terry said he took the trash out last night. 
<laughs> Good job. <laughs> Caitlin, I'm not reading that comment. <laughs> uh, decorative birdcage. Amy, you definitely. Amy. That's even should. worse, Amy. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> anyway, uh, so mine was I fixed the diaper genie, which I'm very proud of because it was very tricky. Trickier than you would expect. That is trickier there than was, I would expect. There was one piece, like a claw piece of the diaper genie that I couldn't figure out if it went up or down, left or right. And it had a spring on it, and I didn't know what in the world to do with the spring. So I Googled it, and lo and behold... I found someone who was in the same boat as me <laughs> on YouTube, and they prefaced their video with, we've only found one other video for this out there, and we wanted to make a better one for you. So I, that was my lucky day. And they taught me how to do it, and I fixed it. Wow. All that to say, if you know how to do something, and you search YouTube and it doesn't come up, this is a perfect time for you to make an instructional video about it, because you never know who's going to be looking to do that. And you could really make someone's day. Mm -hmm. So go ahead and start busting out those instructional videos. It's really going to help the world out. You probably should find that YouTube video and drop in the comments in case anybody else it, wants it, to take the gander You know, if, if your diaper genie's broken and you, you for years, <laughs> for years you've just not been able to figure it out. And it's you in the basement. stack them on top. It's in the basement. You're just about to load it up into your van and take it to Goodwill. Mm -hmm. Hey, I'll send you the link. Just DM me. <laughs> Nice. <laughs> We're here to help you guys. That's what we do. A resource. All right. Well, we only got through three of our five. So we'll hit the, the other ones next week. All right. So don't worry. We know how much you love those. Yes. Um, oh, my goodness. Appreciate all of your comments. Uh, really, really love reading those. Uh, you guys are really funny. Funnier than us. Um this should be your show. Um, but we're going to move into a, just a devotional um, where Josh is going to share just kind of what has been on his heart and um, just encourage you guys a little bit during the midweek. So I'm going to hand it over to Josh and he's going to share with us Alone in the Wilderness. Mm -hmm. Hey, uh, Shauna. Go ahead and just lick your finger and put that in Taven's ear and wake him up because he's definitely going to want to hear this, okay? All right. Hey, everybody. Um, we're going to spend a few minutes talking about being alone, okay? So, first of all, I want to let you guys know I love new things, okay? I love how uh, new clothes, they have that new clothes smell, um, shoes have that certain like spring in their step. Uh, cars have, I, I wouldn't actually not know this. I've never had a new car, but I've been in people's cars who have new cars and the smell is just incredible, right? Um, phone, you know, getting a new phone. I love new things. But uh, the thing is though, I treat new things a little bit differently than I treat them once they start getting a little scuffed. They get a little scuffed, the, the varnish wears off, the newness wears down. And I think that's kind of where we're at right now. Right, we just got the news this week that the quarantine is going all the way through the end of April. And at first, whether or not you were scared or excited or whatever, the pandemic had a little bit of luster about it, honestly. 
Um, we kind of didn't know what was going on. It's a little bit exciting, even if it was like obviously crazy and stuff. But maybe if you're kids, you're like, I don't have to go to school. Maybe if you didn't, um, your work, you're like, I get to work from home or uh, just some forced time off. Maybe you're a little bit excited about it, a little bit part of you, right? But that's all kind of wearing down. And I feel like we're kind of in this time now where our new reality is settling in. Um, we're looking at like, man, 30 more days inside, 30 more days of uh, shelter in place, right? 30 more days of quarantine in effect. And as that settles in, um, I think it's pretty natural that we're going to start going a little bit, a uh, little bit stir crazy. And it's probably pretty safe to say that you're going to find some moments of being alone. Um, What's really interesting about this, when I when this all kind of first started, uh, memes obviously have been popping up like crazy. But one of my favorite memes that I found was uh, this one that says, "When you're when you find out that your normal uh, daily lifestyle is called quarantine, right?" And so what's really weird about this is that we live in an extra extroverted uh, culture, right? So everybody's pushed to be an extrovert. Even if you're an introvert, you might even get looked down on like, hey, you don't get out enough, you're a homebody, get out, go live it up. Don't let your life just slip by you. But right now we're being forced into the introvert world where we are all forced to be at home, forced to stay, forced to not go out, forced to not socialize. And so this is kind of a new experience for most of us a lot of us don't know what it's like to be alone a lot of us doesn't and i'm not talking about being lonely i'm talking about literally just being alone and maybe you have your family around you or maybe you have your spouse or your roommate or something um but a lot of us though are still experiencing moments of being alone you don't have that normal interaction you get at the workplace you don't go to the gym you don't go to your places that you normally see people and it's been interesting because um we have neighbors that we haven't talked to in five and a half years but we've seen them stopping and shouting across the street at us and like almost you can tell that people are getting starved and staring hungry for human interaction and uh what's great about this is that we're not alone uh jesus uh gives us an example of this and so um luke chapter 5 verse 16 says but jesus often withdrew to the wilderness for prayer and multiple times throughout scripture, we see where Jesus put himself in a lone place, a solitary place, a wilderness place to be by himself. And so um, I, I'm going to reference a sermon I heard earlier this week called How to Be Alone. It's by Bridgetown Church. And I think we have a link somewhere we'll drop. Um, if not, we'll drop it later. But I would really encourage you guys to go back, listen to that video because it's way more in depth. We'll give you a lot more practices on how to do this. But um, just a quick story, and then we're going to wrap this up. Uh, Matthew 4, verse 1 through 11 is the story where Jesus goes into the wilderness. The Spirit, he's baptized, the Holy Spirit falls on him, and immediately he goes, uh, the Holy Spirit draws him into the wilderness for 40 days, 40 nights of fasting. And in the wilderness, we don't have time to break this all the way down, <clears throat> but in the wilderness, after the end of the fasting, uh, Satan appears, and Satan tempts him three times, at Jesus's arguably weakest point, right? He's been uh, no water, no food for 40 days. Uh, and, and Satan shows up to uh, tempt him. And so Jesus conquers, he pushes through. But I think in that though, uh, and this is coming from Bridgetown Church, a couple things arise um, from that. In the wilderness, you're going to experience evil. 
either from within yourself or put upon you. Um, pornography has gone up by, I've heard stats anywhere between uh, 11, 20 to almost 50%. Um, it's ranging, okay? It's, but it's drastically jumped up. You may be noticing that you uh, have been experiencing addictions or uh, overeating or uh, binging TV or on your computer or something. You may be realizing that as we're experiencing the social isolation that things are popping up that you don't normally deal with. And so when you go to the wilderness and you're alone, you're going to start experiencing evil and get faced with it and have a chance to deal, walk through it. You're going to start dealing with emotions. Um, we talked about Sabbath a couple weeks ago, and one of the big things when, when Amy and I started Sabbathing is we realized we started having to deal with emotional baggage we collected throughout the week. That on the Sabbath when we stopped and we slowed and we weren't numbing ourselves with uh, TV or on our phone, um, we were have to, things will pop up. We're like, man, I was mad about this. I didn't even know this. In the wilderness, you'll have emotions you deal with. Idols. You'll realize right now, um, digital addiction is crazy high. I don't know about you guys, but it's so easy to just distract ourselves with computer games or movies or TV or binging hours and hours of shows or whatever it is. Um, but maybe you've noticed that your consumption of fill in the blank has risen dramatically. That in a time where you're like, I have no excuse not to pray, not to do my devotions, not to spend time with God, that you still haven't picked up your Bible. Or maybe you haven't had a carved out time of prayer. Um, and you've realized that even in a pandemic, it's been hard and idols have started appearing in your life. And lastly, though, and this is the encouraging one, is that you find God. At the very end of Jesus' trials, the angels appeared and they helped him, catered to him, ministered to him, and brought him back to fuller health. Um, the wilderness is hard, and all of us are in a place where we're going to be alone, and that's okay. It's actually healthy. It's actually a good opportunity to see these things, let them appear, to deal with emotional baggage, to see that, oh man, I didn't know this was here, but it's been hiding under the surface, and now I can address it. Um, and so, like I said, I'd encourage you go check out Bridgetown's uh, sermon on it. It's uh, a lot longer. They have more time to really explain that thought out and to give you some more practical um, practices to uh, do to help you walk through this time of being isolated. But um, church, we all are getting the same amount of time at home. And so I'd encourage you that uh, don't waste it. Don't squander it. Don't let it um, just look back and say, man, how did I even spend that time? So that's some of the thoughts that uh, God's put on my heart. Um, as we close with the devotional part, let me just pray over you and you guys and your family. So if you're with anybody right now, if you just grab their hand or put your hand on their shoulder. Um, but Father, we just pray a blessing of your favor and your peace over this church and this community and this, uh, this nation right now, Father. Lord, as we struggle with trying to be alone, with just being by ourselves, Father, how we're filling our hours in the day, where our emotions are going, Father. I pray that we would just direct and redirect our mind to you, Father. Thank you that you walk with us, that you don't leave us, and that you are right here with us in the middle. We love you and praise you in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thanks, Josh. Good word. Hey, uh, we just got a couple of things to say, and then we're going to be signing off. So...
just wanted to say if you're not getting our church emails, uh, I would encourage you to get on our website and sign up. We're communicating a lot through email because there's a lot of information to, to communicate. So we're going to be sending things out about Holy Week coming up next week. Um, so again, just sign up for our emails if you're not getting those. And be sure to check your email regularly for updates from us about mm -hmm. what's going on here at Church on the Rock. Uh, the other thing I want to let you know about is we do have 10 at 10 going on daily at 10 a.m. Josh, yes. what is 10 at 10? 10 at 10 is 10 minutes at 10 o'clock of encouragement to just mid-morning. Stop, connect with us on a Zoom call, and all the info is on our Facebook page, the Zoom invite. You just click it, it opens it up. And uh, Trish is bringing the devotional tomorrow, so you can be looking forward to hearing from Trish tomorrow. So it's pretty cool. If you're comfortable with sharing video, we're able to see each other on video. Yes. Um, so that's a pretty neat feature about Zoom. It, it helps you feel even more connected mm -hmm. through this digital world. All right, so that's all we have. We're going to end, as we mm -hmm. always do, with our shout-outs. Wait, one more. Parents. Uh, I encourage you to check your email, check the KOTR Facebook page. We're putting together a little thing for uh, Palm, Palm Sunday. Sunday. So check that. We need the picture, the video. You'll see all the details, though. All right. That was my announcement. All right. Shout outs. Shout outs. Go ahead. Hey, my shout out this week is to Some Good News with John Krasinski. 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 Okay. John Krasinski. Uh, it's just a short YouTube video. Jim. And, uh, Jim, yeah, from The Office. And it's just a bit of good news and everything. It was just really encouraging. So shout out to Jim. Yeah, if you like that, you should follow Tank's Good News on Instagram. Mm. But shout out to markers that wipe off the wall because my Ooh, son decided yes. to color all over the wall with a marker. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Your landlord's going to be so angry. <laughs> hey, shout out to Trish for uh, sending out the previously stated video and dancing oh. to give my kids a uh, activity to do so thank you trish hey shout out to disney plus because i've been watching like one to two animations a day i am working my way through that disney catalog yes yeah. i mean start at 1980 there's some really real hidden gems in there is there it really is yeah okay all right uh hey shout out to aldi pringles knockoffs those things are so good and they're 90.99 cents not $1.29 like the Pringle brand name, which makes me so mad. I don't know why. But, yeah, shout out to all the Pringles. I, I better. Arguably better, yeah. as Amanda would say. If you don't like that statement, direct the That's comments fine. to Amanda. Mm -hmm. uh, shout out to Laura Baker, who said, quote, <laughs> You ain't rockin' if you ain't crockin'. <laughs> if you want to see a picture of her uh, American-style Crocs, they're somewhere on Facebook. I don't know where. Hey, last shout out this week, Zoom. Zoom's really been helping me feel connected. We've been playing Jackbox party games with family and friends and um, connecting with people at 1010. Zoom's been great. So you know what, Zoom, for all the problems I had with you previously, I forgive you and we're good now. So thanks, Zoom. Appreciate you. All right, guys, we look forward to connecting with you this weekend at Online Church. We have the one at 7 on Saturday and 10 a.m. on Sunday. You guys take care. Thanks for tuning in. See you guys. Bye.